good sis. Let's do some catching up. Let's do some catching up. I hey, said ca- what? Let's do some catching up. I said with each other up. now. Say what? Boys, how's it going after our long Valentine's break? Everybody recovered yet? And jacked up on coffees. Cold brews, baby. Jules is turning it up to 11 like normal. Yeah. Um, we are coming to you after the production of our Valentine's banquet. I like to call it a banquet. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good. It's, nobody uses that enough anymore unless it's like some like affluent party. Yeah. My family growing up everything used to be a banquet really yeah it was like the father daughter we had this like father daughter dates you know it was like and they would call it a father daughter banquet (laughs) the father daughter banquet or the christmas banquet or the valentine's banquet i always i always associated it with like wealth i guess yeah interesting because we were broke (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah right so we did a valentine's banquet hopefully everybody who's listening had the chance to check that out if not um I'm not, this podcast, I don't think, will be coming out in time for people to still go check it out online. But if you go subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash live at the lodge, you can... What is it again? Patreon.com oh. slash live at the lodge. Um, just a, for, for as little as five bucks a month, you can get all the extra fun content that we're doing. You can get full episodes of Live at the Lodge. You can also get the uh, variety shows that we... Those aren't, currently aren't up, but they would be up shortly. That's Are these variety shows? Well, the, no. So the the first one was a variety show. Uh-huh. Like the f- in, initial concept of what led to like the Christmas special and the Valentine's Day special yeah. was a variety show. Mm-hmm. But then when you wrote the Christmas special, it was like, it was more like a special, I guess. It was a movie. It was a banquet. It was a banquet. Good. Thanks for, thank you, Steve. I know. Well, that's a weird thing because I'm always trying to explain to Keeping people. Keeping us what, on board. I'm trying to explain to people what these things even are because they're always, because it's an interesting thing because it, it, uh, it brings in music and music is at the forefront of it. So it's a concert. Mostly, I think primarily. Yeah. I think special is the right, but that doesn't give people in, like, they're just like, okay. Like if I heard special, I'd be like, okay. You think yourself. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, that's just a <laughs> JP Gavs. Talking short um, bus special. Bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take it, dude. Um, so yeah, I just always want to know how to, how to explain it to people the best way for them to understand what it even is that, that we're doing because it gets a little convoluted, I think, for people. Yeah, I don't think movie is the way to expl- express it. I think more like special because, because it is based around music. And so whenever I think of like the John Denver special, mm. I think of like, okay, well, it's going to be based around music because it's a musician. But maybe there's something special. Maybe there's a little but, but, bow tie but, 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 on But it is. It. But they, this last one especially was written... Uh, by the influence of this is spinal tap so it's like it is the movie it is a movie just a similarly to that one what's your opinion yeah steve? is it am i wrong in that steve <laughs> steve's gone Did you pass out <laughs> i said i'm just wondering like alan and i are kind of arguing oh, over whether it's a movie or a special and like i get both but this this one was kind of written and it taken from this is spinal tap uh as an as a heavy influence how do you how have you explained these like the valentines and the christmas special specifically how have you explained it to your friends julian and i are trying to explain it as like one 
through line adjective, which is like, is it a movie? Is it a special? Is it a, is it a concert? Is like, what is it? I don't know. I've just been super apologetic to everyone that's watched it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We did this really thing <laughs> and you can watch it, but sorry in advance. Yeah. Steve's just going around. He's apologizing to people at Trader Joe's. Yeah. They're like, who are you, dude? Sorry. I can't even you see, see your me? face. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry for my movie. <laughs> there you go. You just called it a movie. See, he did it without even thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, it was the Valentine's Day movie. That just, it's, it's it just, special. It's a special. It was like, yeah, I feel like it's a special. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I just don't know what a special. I mean, whatever. It's, it's all, it's all, it's uh, its own thing. Yeah, it's all, um, because it's not really even a, I guess it could be closely connected to a musical, maybe. Like that would be yeah. even, I wouldn't yeah. go as far as saying movie. Because I don't feel like movie is the right definition. Musical is closer. I think special is the groove. Because it's like, it's for a holiday, which I think constitutes special. Mm -hmm. um, it's based around music. It's primarily, it's primary form. Primary form mm -hmm. is for the purpose of sharing songs and music. Yeah. Um so I guess I guess just moving forward, since it seems like we're going to probably be doing these things, I uh, I want to make movies. Yeah, I've always wanted to make movies. I make movies. That's what I do for my life. And I guess like I get maybe just like inherently, I attach my own uh, desire to call it a movie, which you know doesn't really matter that much with that part of my identity where I'm just like, Oh, I'm just an, I'm an actor and I make movies and I right. like make movies. And so, and because you're a musician, you're like, Oh yeah, well like I'm not that. No, Therefore, I would love like, to, special. I would love to make a movie. And I'm just sorry. Yeah. And Steve's <laughs> yeah. just apologetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steve's our street cred. He's Steve's our PR agent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no uh, wonder we're not making it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. No, I, I would be thrilled to make a movie, but until I feel like I make one, I don't want to call it a movie yet. When do you feel like you will ever make one? Like when will you actually be like mm. anything is actually what it is? For well, yourself? one, we don't do covers or songs that I've already yeah, written. Yeah. Right. Totally. That would be like if we did an all original, which you, you and I, Jules, have talked about this. Uh, Steve, I think you've been on this conversation as well, is that kind of after we did the Christmas special and we wrote the Valentine's Day special, I was like, why can't I just make a record like this? Mm -hmm. Obviously way more work. Um, but instead of doing like, you know, eight or nine Christmas songs and then three original songs from old records, why not write a script and then within that script go in and go, okay, this type of song needs to go here. Let's write that song. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the production, you have like an album, you know, almost like what movies like once or sing street. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen these movies. Yeah, they're great. Are, um, it's essentially a musical, you know, but then they have like a, they have a full length album at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And that not at the end throughout, Sorry, I mean, like, when they're finished putting the movie right, out. Right, that's the album is attached. That's the album. Yeah, like, they yeah, just yeah. have an album that you're like, oh, I want to go listen. Right, exactly. It's all original stuff. We've mm -hmm. been doing covers and, yeah. like, right. We've been some, cheating. some originals. Not cheating, we've just been doing specials. Yeah. We've just been doing what we know how to do. We've been doing what we can do in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty... I'm always kind of blown away by what, what you're capable of if you just put a deadline in front of you. That's crazy. Um, but that would be my... I think 
that, that's my next creative mountain that I get really excited about is... Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Is, is writing with the little posse that we've assembled to make these films a movie that is connected to a full-length album. Mm-hmm. That you then can take the full-length album and go and tour it and share it to everybody. But at the beginning of it, you have a movie yeah. that you are able to debut to your your family and your core and your uh, and your fan group um and it would just be a blast it'd be a blast to see if we could do it yeah yeah i think uh i think it's definitely in our cards i think we're definitely going to do that eventually and then maybe more than just one you know they'll i think this is the new way that we create at least as far as like the three of us are concerned like we all have our own lives outside of each other's lives, but what, when we're creating together, it seems like this is kind of the uh, the the momentum that it's that it's moving in in towards making these movies, towards making these hopefully originals. However, I want to make the western still because I think yeah, it's a, the spaghetti I think it's a really western. cool idea. And honestly, like <laughs> you, just la- you me and chaps. are you laughing because you think it's silly and stupid, or it was you laugh- my idea? I know it's awesome. <laughs> it's so good, and and I and I. I every time I think about it, it just makes me kind of giggle. Like, we, you know, I think, when we do it, there? like how far back Spaghetti Western? Like, are we talking subtitles and just like really? Just be, I mean, a it, shot in like like ten frames per second. Sepia toned. Sepia toned. <laughs> yeah. Big vignette. I'm just thinking Three yeah. Amigos. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, does it does it go does it t- take place in? in history or is it like an alternate universe that's happening now in current times and we're just like stuck in this <laughs> headspace of ourselves and we're I don't know I think idiots. it'd be really I think it'd be really fun to just make it like old like mm-hmm. make it seem like it's old yeah I want to get horses okay I want to ride a stallion <laughs> I wonder where you go maybe yeah, that's right, our dude, next we live in Sp- we, li- we live in Spokane we we're, we're here right in Spokane here do you guys think that there's like an like an Uber for horses like <laughs> like an Airbnb for horses there's definitely like horse rentals you can get you can just rent horses. Of for course, sure. but like, is it an app that you just like, oh, look at, <laughs> I mean, if they're, if, look if, at brown sugar. If, she if, looks really sweet. If they're smart, yes. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's our million dollar idea right now. I just had it. <laughs> God damn. Here we go again. We got to start something look new. We got horses, donkeys, <laughs> uh, equestrian goats. Yeah, like a E. It's E dash equestrian. Yeah. Oh, Julian e- just had the name. Write that yeah. down, Stephen J. <laughs> e question. You guys want me to come up with the flyer right now on Adobe <laughs> Illustrator? I got it on my lap. <laughs> yeah, let's spend the whole podcast just doing that. Um, no, but I, I, I really want to make that Western. I think you're you're going back to Australia with Taz. Or back, you're, you and Taz are going to Australia for a couple months. Um, I'm heading back to New York for a while. Um, Steve is holding down the fort, and I want to utilize a, a, a portion of my time going back to New York writing that. I think like the uh, cowboy one or the yeah, full, or yeah the because full it's easy because I think well, it's, not, it's never easy like but because I imagine we'd we'd do west like country country music right. So yeah, I I always I was thinking about this recently because the spaghetti western sound like I love the idea. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a blast. Um, but these things always send to, seem to work really well surrounded by a holiday. Yeah, but 4th of July. 
<laughs> oh fuck yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah, idea. Because yeah. yeah, I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I'm proud to be the man who died, who gave that right to me. And I'll gladly stand up next to you in the vendor still today. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. Love this land. God bless the USA. Jules put a little bit of frosting on the end there. Frosting. I got that? I just, on well, you know, when you got frosted tips, you got to put frosting <laughs> on everything. <laughs> okay, Stevie, baby. Oh, my God. Have we got a show for you, dude? Me and oh, Jules yeah, just so finished good. watching on HBO Max <clears throat> How To with John Wilson. Have you seen this? I have not. Oh, Bro, man, you got to. Oh, my God. It yeah. is so funny. Yeah. It's like awkward, hilarious, dry humor. Um, I like that sometimes. You need to check it out. This guy, John Wilson, he lives in New York City. He does all these like off the wall how to's like he did a how to how to on how to scaffolding. <laughs> yeah, how to scaffolding. How or what was <laughs> how it about? How to understand scaffolding. Yeah, how to understand scaffolding. He just went around and made like a whole hour long episode about scaffolding in New York. But it's like it's really odd humor it's all the shit that like okay so you know when jules and i watch movies and like something that nobody else thinks is funny happens but if you rewind it enough times it becomes funny yep so yes, I do. this I whole do these podcasts when i rewatch them yep exactly <laughs> this show is like just stock full of those moments where just he catches the most weird things happening yeah. in a voyeuristic manner um mm-hmm super funny it's on it's it's really cool because it it like it's it's almost bigger than what i think he sets out to do in that he like tells these stories of of like human beings in these just really really strange situations and circumstances that we we were talking about last night it's like does he i wonder if he even like knows what he's doing when he sets out to start one of these episodes because it seems like he just goes around and captures stuff and then is like all right that's what i'm going to make the episode about because this is so bizarre yeah, and he kind of digs called, into it's called it what? how, to, how what? to with john it's wilson it's called how to with john wilson yeah okay. we were we were well, trying we to we were trying to figure out exactly what he does to put the episodes together cuz we're like you you can't just go out and be and be like i'm going to i'm going to like it, do an episode on scaffolding i mean maybe I, it just right yeah and then he just catches all the most odd god he he did one on circumcision he did how to be <laughs> how how to no, on it wasn't cir- the, the episode wasn't about circumcision the episode was about uh like covering your furniture oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it was like how Sheathing. to how yeah. to preserve furniture and then like the circumcision just bled into that right like covering your parts (laughs) bro he had this guy i wish i could pull the clip up right now and show you but i think we'll get pulled from whatever (laughs) things we can't be on uh i just wish we could play the clip because it's so fun i want to show steve right now and get his reaction anyways folks at home steve watch how to with john wilson it is very funny it's really good you gotta give it give it some time because it's slow but like once you get into like episode two or three you're gonna be i feel like you're gonna laugh out loud comedy laugh out loud i uh i um it's funny because i always feel like oh i'm gonna I'm going to find these people on Instagram. I'm going to reach out, get them on the podcast. And yeah. I just think like by making friends with them on Instagram. Yeah. Like I'm like, there it is. I'm set. We're set, dude. Like that's, that's all I needed to do. But how them. do you, how do you go about making friends with people on Instagram? 
Like you reach out to him? Well, so I did that with the guy, uh, Derek Del Gaudio, who made that in and of itself movie. Yeah. Steve, have you seen that one yet? No. Oh, dude, you have to, man. Put those on your list, man. Uh, yeah, this like this kind this guy made this live show performance of uh, he's a magician, but it's like this really honest approach to like identity and who we all are as people, and it's so beautiful. That's been on my list. I just want to get in the headspace for it. That's uh, so. Cool, I've been rewatching man. Sex in the City. Really? No. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude. Is it? Is no. it? We were we were watching yes. this. We were watching this the other day because um, that was part of his episode was uh, the Mandela effect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was he was trip. talking about all the. He went and interviewed a bunch of people who were like convinced that Mandela effect means that there's like parallel universes happening at the same time. Uh-huh. Is it sex in the city or sex and the city? I'm having sex and the city. Yeah, in it or on or and it everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, that was all an, over. They're the all city. very interesting episodes. Folks, do uh, not sit down on any <laughs> surfaces because Stephen J. Libby has had sex. On the city and or around it, where <laughs> um, within the city, <laughs> sex within the city. Uh, I think just to answer the question, I, I I reach out to people, and you know whether or not they reach back out to me is is typically not. Are you certified on Instagram, Jules? Uh, no, no. So oh, there, bro, there's your biggest go. problem. You gotta have that blue check mark. Uh, okay, podcast listeners, can you come follow me so I can get famous already? <laughs> God, I'm sick of this no check mark shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you have to submit for it. Submit? You have to submit to be verified. Yeah, I've already done it six times, dude. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I didn't even know that was a thing. Got denied. Do it, Jules. Please yeah. do it. Uh, why? Well, well, I mean, yeah, that's, I say why. Like, why should I? Like, the blue check mark, man. It, it. What does it do? Does it like get you right into like people's inbox? No, it inbox? just means that like when you're scrolling through your DMs, you just like if I'm scrolling like, oh, through sweet, my DMs, I one. see a check mark and I just naturally it's a it's a it's a natural highlight. It doesn't uh-huh. mean that I I mean I always read somebody who has a blue check marks DM if I see it. Whereas if it doesn't have a blue check mark. I'll sometimes right. I'll read it, sometimes I won't. Depending right. on how much time I want to spend on the toilet and how numb my knees it's are. It's so interesting post. because like there's a bunch of messages that come through. Speaking of this, that go to like a general or like a primary inbox, and mm-hmm. and when I was when Teddy Swims was here, he was like, "Yeah, bro, you got to really like organize that and make." He's like, "See, these are all like my friends who like I will respond to, and then these like, you know, it's just it just says ninety nine plus. It says it on yours too. They're just like these." incoming messages that yeah. are constantly coming in yeah. that are like Teddy Swim seems like Teddy I, Teddy is very active on the socials yeah yeah I, I can't well I could but I I'm not you don't mm-hmm. spend that much time on the John I don't spend that I get about I get about 20 minutes and then my wife starts making fun of me <laughs> my, you let your legs go numb first and then you're just like alright I gotta get up these yeah. are well I have so many other things that I want to check too yeah. like I right. you know I'm, I'm on the toilet for about 20 minutes that's like my phone time mm-hmm. yeah. where I don't nobody's looking at me, <laughs> looking down at me looking down on me going your your child is only going to be this young for this long yeah so I'm gonna sit on the toilet and I got I check Zillow I like to check out the old that. local real estate listing see what's popping I know I like to check out my news app but you like to check out Zillow and look at like Dude, you always pull over and show me your phone. You're like, hey, dude, check this out. I'm like, Alan, it's $48 million. <laughs> what are you doing? It's and he's just like, dude, like, if you don't, if you don't, like, envision it, how are you ever going to reach for it? I'm just like, I mean, I, 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 I see what you're saying. I have literally <laughs> never said that. You just said it like two days ago. 
That's, it was if like I an said 8.7 that, that million dollar home. Corniest thing I've ever. You're said. corny. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, we, were, we were we were talking about the, we were talking about the other day because we were just Sorry. we spent the weekend in Sandpoint, which uh, we should pull up. Can you? How do I pull up videos on your Instagram? Uh, I don't know. Um, let's go to your Instagram and then go to mine. Let's go to I old Insta, Insta. God, man, we fell through. Um, oh wait, so we, we, we spent. I just have to give it to you my phone. I can just send you the video. Yeah, airdrop, airdrop it, it to the Mac Mini. Uh, so we were we went and spent the, a weekend over in Sandpoint, which we were hoping Stevie Boy and Laura could come, but Laura decided to go to New York City and stay catch in my bed. The clap. <laughs> wait, what? Uh, wait, wait, what? And uh, but we went over there, and dude, Sandpoint is like on Lake Ponderé, which any lake in America just always has palatial real estate listings so you know like on that wi-fi sorry keep talking i uh i like to hop on the old zz z dillo and just see like what's dude there were properties around sandpoint listed for 28 million dollars that's crazy and i was i was talking to jules and our friend ty about it i'm like look i like looking at properties that price is is kind of like me looking at an exotic animal in a zoo hmm. because the the fact that people are able to not only afford that much like that high of a number but they i, I feel so disconnected with their experience yeah. in the world that it's almost like being curious about like a fucking gnome or an mm -hmm. elf or like there's the the universe that is them seems so different from my perspective on the world. That's another reason why it's kind of curious. Also, I like elevators in houses, and I think that's pretty interesting. Check out this video. This is fun. I, Why don't you sw switch it I over to the wonder, old big dogs, I always wonder Stevie. if those people that, like, there, I'm sure there are multiple people who get those houses and have this amount of wealth that's ridiculous, but uh, I wonder a lot of those people came from nothing to get there, or if they just were, like, born into that. I'm sure there, there's there's I, both of them. I mean, things. it's. I think that's a that that you that's a really deep rabbit hole. Like mm -hmm. because there's very few people I think that come from nothing, like absolutely nothing. Well, right, of course, but and like, you get know. somewhere. Meaning, like, like I know a couple people that have like you know were adopted. Like mom was a crackhead. Mm -hmm. Like literally came from nothing. Yeah, and now are fully formed functional wealthy people yeah i think that's a little bit different than like even if i became this like super rich because i mean granted like one there's just things that we've all have the privilege of having one is a two-parent home right jules i know your parents were divorced but you have relationships yeah, with yeah. both your parents right. just having both your parents in the home gives you a higher advantage than most people For in sure. the world skin color um the place where you were born and the school that you would go right. like there's so a lot a, of privilege. it is a rabbit hole so it is a super rabbit hole right. that you can go down but like speaking of a hole to go down speaking of a hole, down, speaking of a hole this, dude. like like let's pretend like we're on a like a, a late night talk show and you have to set up the the little clip for the movie you're promoting right now mm, okay so me and my best bb <laughs> jewel jewels we show up to the cabin and um and uh it's right on the lake and it's freezing outside, you know, snow on the ground, a little bit of ice on the lake. And Julian and I, we like <laughs> instantly, we like contrast. So for the last couple of years, I've been really into like cold showering and this Wim Hof 
ideology of going f- like into super cold water and slow and slowing down your breathing and um anyways you can dig into that if you want wim hof is his name w-y-m i think or w-i-m i can't remember you pay attention either or you'll find it (laughs) so so naturally julian and i see a body of water that has frozen ice over and we're like let's go do polar plunge bro let's set this weekend off perfect (laughs) like 15 minutes into yeah like 15 minutes into getting there two tequila shots deep (laughs) yeah so we're definitely in our right mind and we just hop out into our skivvies thinking that we're just going to break through the ice like right as we walk on it. Well, come to find out, we had to cruise out quite a ways in order to get to ice that was thin enough. This is us in our polar plunge. You want to sneak this over to the old uh, live situation? Hold on. Can, make sure the volume's up too because you can hear my reaction. Right, it's it up falls. pretty high over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love this video. <laughs> All right. We ready? Ready. Oh no, then we got stuck. Okay, okay, breathe. Breathe. I'm breathe. so scared. Oh right my there. god. I'm so scared. <laughs> uh, oh uh, my god. I'm so scared, but instantly felt better. Oh man, it was so it was scary. <laughs> We like I fell in and <laughs> I mean I was I didn't know how deep out we were. Yeah. Right right like sometimes you're out like 2 2 inches and you land straight on like sharp rock. Yeah, I did. I hit sand luckily, <laughs> but it was easily over my head. It was like 8 and a half feet. Um 8 and a half feet. Yeah, it was pretty deep out there. He, I mean, he went under. Like, there's no he's commenting, just like, like, dude, he just, I won't say what the thing was. <laughs> I know. That boy sucked. just disappeared. That boy just disappeared, man. It's so funny because he just drops, and then I'm like reacting to him dropping and then drop myself. It was such a gnarly Go, go back over to it. I want to show you the best part. Look at Julian's reaction to me falling in. Uh Let's see if I can turn at, this. Hold on. First and foremost, look at the difference in tans. <laughs> yeah, shut up there, Chase Models. You did like nine tanning sessions. I still got 12. There's no, there's no I still floral got, tans. I still, I still have so many tans left, and I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to use them because I don't have any reason to use them anymore, but I'm just like, dude, I do like being tan. So, yeah. You, and I was making a nice relationship with the uh, woman at the front desk. She was so sweet. Oh, that's great, man. Go back there. Check her out. Uh, <laughs> buns. Ju- uh, out. Stevie baby, check this out. So this is, you, I just want folks at home. If you're, if you're listening to this, obviously this is a different experience. <laughs> what you're, what you're seeing if you go to the YouTube is, <laughs> is me falling through the ice, <laughs> submerging 100% like over my head. I, I disappear. <laughs> I disappear here in a couple seconds, but I want folks to try and hear Julian's reaction. Don't laugh. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Breathe. Okay. Breathe. Breathe. Oh, 
the jewelers having a meltdown. Yeah, man, it was Oh scary. my god. Sense a little like when we were just going, Dah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, so we got a little bit of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dad. Well, we, went, we went back on our last day because our friend Ty showed up and he was just like, let's get in again. So we actually dug a, a little uh, walkway out into the water. And then I'll stayed in for like 45 seconds and it was uh, much nicer. I mean, awful oh still. Oh my God, it was so cold. It was so cold. I yeah. don't know how. Th- was- I do like cold showers. I've never properly got an ice. Got- well, I've That's done cold. ice baths when I was younger and doing sports, but uh, I've never, I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, Yikes. It is super cold. W-I-M. Hey folks, today our episode is brought to you in part by our good friends at Ladder Coffee. Head to laddercoffee.com and you can order beans directly from the brewer, as well as some of this beautiful cold brew. Locally owned and operated out of Spokane, Washington. Check it out. Ladder Coffee. I'm jacked! W-I-M, Wim Hof, folks. Wim Hof. I'll show you a little picture of old Wimmy Hoffy. He's a crazy German man. Look at him. Looks cool. Wim Hof. Let's go. Let's see. We can see what some of the Wikipedia of Wim Hof here. Born 1959, also known as the Iceman. His records. On March 16th, 2000, Hof set the Guinness World Record for farthest swim under ice with a distance of 188 feet wow. under the ice. Eight and a half feet. No. Al, you're on your way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I didn't it. swim. He just <laughs> submerged <laughs> underneath. The swim at a lake near Pelo, Finland, was filmed for a Dutch television program, and a test run the previous day almost ended in disaster when his corneas started to freeze over God. when he was swimming blind. That's a crazy. A shit. diver rescued him as he was starting to lose consciousness. Wow. That's like that. That's people that do stuff like that are so fascinating to me. Like my corneas had to explode before I realized I needed to get out. Like David Goggins, this like ultra extreme athlete, uh, marathon runner. It's just like, yeah, man, do these like ultra marathons that are 250 miles. And you know, at 120 miles, I'm shitting my pants and just continuing to run through it. My legs are broken. <laughs> like I'm, I got poop in my pants and I, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta mind over matter. It's just like Christ, dude. This is crazy. On January 26, 2007, 2007, Hoff set a world record for fastest half marathon barefoot on ice and snow with a time of two hours, 16 minutes and 34 seconds. The fastest ha- half marathon. Half I marathon. Mean, who barefoot. else is doing it? Well, <laughs> so dig. Like, so dig what's this. What's the competition there? So dig this. Of course, it was. This record was surpassed on January seventeenth, twenty twenty-one, by Czech Joseph Salek. Let's kill him. Sorry. Hour and thirty, dude. He beat it by a half an hour barefoot on ice. What Damn. a savage. Okay. I can't run. A, I can't run this 13 is miles that Hoff climbed to an altitude of 23,600 feet on Mount Everest wearing nothing but shorts and shoes, but aborted the attempt r- due to a recurring foot injury on February 2009. Bro, 
Do you guys have any? Iceman's crazy. Do you guys have any uh, like goals in your life that that are just only for you that you feel like are unreachable? Similarly to this, that you're just like, I gotta do it. I gotta do something. Uh, like that. Eat the whole menu at Costco in one sitting. <laughs> eat the no. Eat the whole menu at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, <laughs> oh that's impossible. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's hard. Um, I, I want to climb a mountain. I think it'd be cool. Like which you, one would you go for? I mean, for? I'd start with like Rainier out here, um, which I, which is totally doable. But then I would How like to... How tall is Mount Rainier? I think it's pretty pretty low. I think people do... I think some people do it in a day, but uh, I think some, some people like to make it like a weekend trip or something like that. Let's check it out. Mount Rainier. Yeah. I'd like to get more into like fitness training stuff like do i would like to do a marathon at some point in my life it's not crazy to do a marathon mount rainier is fourteen thousand feet yeah which is gnarly like uh park city is only like seven thousand yeah, feet ever how big is everest so is everest it, is like 24 or 26 or something crazy wow yeah Kilimanjar. that's bonk jar <laughs> <laughs> would you uh would you guys ever do any of these things? Would you guys ever climb a mountain? Climb like a that? mountain? Nah, I've seen a tree. I've seen a tree. <laughs> Mount Everest is twenty nine thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was like thirty one or something like that. God, it's that's crazy. insane, man. Uh, I I follow this guy on um, Instagram named Colin O'Brady. I do too. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and he just attempted to climb K two. Mm-hmm. No, Everest. No, uh, I think it was K two. He's done all of them. So he just tried to climb k2 like three weeks ago was at base camp with like four or five guys that he's known for a long time and he decided not to go to the summit and these other four friends of his went they all died oh jesus savage right super dark man but like what's crazy is that you can i don't know what it is about social media or instagram or something but like certain things tend to like impact me enormously on those platforms and some things don't. And like I was, I had to see like five or six posts of his to realize that these friends of his had passed away. And it was like, I don't know. It was super weird. Um, anyways to, yeah, sorry to take it dark, but um, that's okay. That's, that's the, um, you know, sacrifice you make when you go do something super gnarly like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in, in, in a lot of things outside of what my current interests are in my life. I, I want to kind of challenge myself in these, in these crazy ways. Climb a mountain, my friend. Climb uh, a mountain. I also want to go do like a silent retreat. I've talked to you about it before. Like, I, I'm <laughs> Good luck, Jules. I know, I'm fucking loud as shit, and that's why I want to do it. <laughs> um, it's like, what we're talking about is in my wheelhouse, freezing cold and quiet. Yeah. I got these on lock, guys. Yeah, Steve yeah. might be our little spiritual guide on that trip. <laughs> my friend Mike Posner walked across the United States. When I, fr- like, when I first met him he was kind of talking about it. He's like, yeah, you know, like I just always want to walk across the United States. And, um, then he did it. He almost died. He got bit by like a baby rattlesnake. I've listened to a couple of his podcasts talking about it. It's crazy. Wild story. Um, baby, baby rattlesnakes. I'm sure you guys know this, but baby rattlesnakes can't regulate the amount of venom that they release when they bite. And so baby rattlesnakes are actually more dangerous than a full grown rattlesnake because they just bite and all of the, let it flow, baby. Venomous creatures. 
Yeah, the most. And I think, wow. was it a copperhead or a rattlesnake? I'm not positive. I, I think it was a... Uh, we should get him a rattlesnake. A rattlesnake. Interesting talk. Uh, you should do the uh, was it the Pacific Coast Trail or whatever, Jules. You should do that hike. Where's that out here? It's just like down the coast, yeah. From I think it comes into Washington and goes all the way down to Mexico. Yeah, I got a lot of things I want to do. I've had a couple friends do parts of it, and they love it. Do parts? So look at his foot in yeah, this one. You know, you can like start it and then do like a bit, and then it, you end up in a town. So it's kind of like paced out like that, where you can do the whole yeah. thing, or you can do a stint and then like yeah, that's do the awesome. next stint the next summer or whatever you want. Yeah. Check out his foot here, Steve. You can pop over there. Ooh. Yikes! So obviously he got bit on the right foot. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to his? Yeah. <laughs> so he got bit on the right foot. His left foot he sprained after. <laughs> He took a pill in Ibiza, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, man. What a savage. He's such an interesting character, man. He's so, like, f- crazy full of life. Seems Intense cool. Intense human being. Um, look at that one. Jeez. Look at that pic. Oh, folks, that, folks who are just listening to this, we're looking at Mike Posner's foot after he got bit by a rattlesnake. Which, by the way, homie's been walking at that point, like, across half of America. Mm. So his foot ain't, his foot aren't looking good anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he's not coming fresh off a of manicure awesome, here. man. I, I, I admire that a lot, man. I Listen, bro, you want to get bit by a snake, we can help you out, dude. There's plenty <laughs> no, of No, I don't want to get bit by, I mean, but, but like, but, I, but that's like, you know, that's that, your... the, the, these are, these are things that are like, I'm, they're not, but they f- seem like rites of passage for that experience. Like you don't go d- decide to walk across America and like not have awful things happen along the way. But those are just the experiences that you walk away from and you're like, man, I have so much more value for life because of those experiences. Sure. And I'm sure he'll say the same thing. I, don't, I can't speak for him, but I'm, 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 I think those are the, the takeaways from those experiences that are well, he's, like, man, he's like, gone he's full full head in now like he's a mountain man now he, he doesn't play music anymore i'm sure I no think, he I releases like he released like f- it's like four albums last year so he's releasing wow. music all the time but uh he's like climbing i think he i'm pretty sure he climbed i, th- I thought i saw him in a picture with colin o'brady like mm. at k2 base camp and i was like what yeah, posner's awesome. up there with him he's i'm always surprised at where he's posting from because he's like hey guys in the, in the poll right now i love people who are really good at something but then have like so many side hobbies that right, they, they live life and, elsewhere yeah, yeah. And it's just like oh man you don't seem to focus on this thing that you do at all <laughs> and you focus on everything else that you want to be doing and then that other thing just kind of is a byproduct of your life yeah it's interesting because i spent a week with mike at his uh he was renting out a spot in venice and me and this guy adam who's like his was helping produce his record at the time mike just isn't distracted like we spent a week there there wasn't a tv we didn't go to the bar we didn't go out to restaurants there wasn't any chicks over there wasn't it was like we woke he woke up at like 6 a.m went and exercised started we started our day at like 8 we worked from 8 until like 7 8 and then we went to bed at 9 mm-hmm. and uh i think that he's just focused and he's not 
maybe allowing too many f- distractions into his life. I think about how many dis- awesome. distractions I have in my life. Since having a child, I've gotten rid of quite a few distractions. Yeah. But even still, man, like I watch a, sh- I watch a show a night pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still trying, like I love, I love shows. I yeah. love like sitting back after dinner and watching a TV I- show. And in reality, like it's, it is benefiting my life in a capacity, mm-hmm. but, um, but if you cut that out, I mean, there's another two hours of a day yeah. that you have. That's that's 14 hours a week. Totally. That adds up. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, speaking for myself, I have uncountable character defects. But at the same time, I think when I put myself into some kind of purpose with uh, the intention of accomplishing something, all of the all of the distractions that are typically I'm consumed by are are slowly fade away. So like I need to be doing that. That's why I kind of craved, you know, going, I was going to drive back from here back to New York when I left, but looks like I'm running out of time, but I'm, I still want to like go get a spot by myself. I want to do these mountain climbs. I want to do all these things, go on a silent retreat, go just have these experiences where I'm kind of just like be able to focus Mm. and, and pull away the distractions of my life because I, but because I feel so enslaved to them so often. And, I don't want to, and I'm aware of that. So it's worse because it's just like shit, man. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting is we, uh, I think it was Dan told me this at one point. We have a mentality, at least I do personally, I'll do all these other things when I make enough money Mm -hmm. doing this thing. Yeah. Or when I like get to a specific point Mm -hmm. and, um, cause I'm always kind of blown away by, people who manage just like Mike or Dan to like have a bunch of things like hobbies like Dan who plays bass in the live at the lodge house band he plays at music like 20 hours a week and he also has a huge real estate business and and remodels and builds homes like just redoes cars like he just has time to do all these fun things same with Posner Posner climbs every mount I think he climbed like 30 mountains last year some crazy amount of mountains and i think the concept was like why wait yeah to do totally. them like don't wait for a point to do these things that you want to do or or an amount like an amount of if i get this much achievement then i'll allow myself to do these other things that i don't push them off just yeah. like just book them yeah i them. feel that man i I'm, i definitely resonate with that thought process and i just hope that i stick to it i i feel like i'm pretty dedicated to my own truth when i want to be when i say i'm going to do something i typically do it live your truth baby live your truth live my truth baby steve what's your um you have anything on the old on the old docket that you've always wanted to do you want to you want to throw out the first pitch at a pedro's game or (laughs) pedro's are those a real team pedro's Aren't they San Diego Padres? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, fuck hey, the Pedro's I, I believed you. Pedro's are the double A team <laughs> underneath the Padres. Yeah, my dream is to hit DH for the Pedro's. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pedros. <laughs> I think that's the name of our spaghetti western like yeah. <laughs> softball team. It's yeah, not a Pedro's. That's hilarious. <laughs> you got any? Yodel. You want a yodel from the top of the mountaintop? Yodel. 
You gotta like crack your voice, I feel like. Like break in and out of like falsetto. What's hard is they're going like, they're going like five, like four or five octaves. Yeah. Yeah. In a in just yeah. the crack of your voice. Yeah. Whoever used to watch uh, Doug back in the day, Mister mm-hmm. not Mister Dink, Mister Dink was the neighbor. Uh, the the principal of the school could always yodel, and I remember being like, man, that that act that voiceover actor is crushing the yodels. It was oh. so good. Did you did you ever watch it's Doug, or were you not allowed? It's a skill. No, I watched I watched Doug, uh, but. I don't remember it much mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I, I remember the name. the girl that had the football head, or was, did Doug um, have the football? That's Helga, head? dude. You're thinking about uh, no, that's actually Arnold in oh, Hey Arnold. Hey yeah, Arnold, that's yeah, what I'm hey thinking Arnold, of. Yeah. Move it, football head. <laughs> Pull up. I gotta. No, I, I gotta. think my interest would be more like doing a like a big cat safari or something like that. Ah, yeah. You know, like her. Uh, I always liked snorkeling when I was younger. Dude, you gotta go scuba diving, man. Scuba diving scuba is the diving greatest is thing. Yeah, yeah, I've done it a few times. I mean, growing up in SoCal, it was like yeah, you, you had those outlets, and that was always awesome just to go mm-hmm. to the reefs and go have, to the like Catalina and stuff. Did you go proper scuba diving yeah, scuba, with like scuba, an oxygen yeah, scuba tank? Cert, yeah. Uh, Are you certified? Are you Steve? certified? I think it expires, mm. but. I did it in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother and I do it every time we go on vacations. It's so fun, man. We've we've gone cenote diving before, which is they have a lot of these cenotes out in uh, Tulum, mm-hmm. and they're basically just these caverns that have been uh, mm-hmm. created from rainwater mm-hmm. over hundreds of thousands of years, and you go down and swim into them, and they're fresh water. Sometimes they bleed into the ocean, and you're just like you're it's weird because like when you're in open water and you're scuba diving Mm -hmm. you know that you're in open water because you can see kind of like the current moving the bacteria around even when you're like not looking at a reef or fish or something but when you're in these cenotes it's pitch black because you're in a cave you typically are with like a flare or like a, a underwater light of some kind uh and you're just surrounded by like stalagmites and stalactites from like the the rock formations that have like been created from this rainwater over these years and it's all stagnant that's completely crazy. so you're just like what is going on right now stagnant Naturalized meaning just like, like, like the water's not moving, moving there's no all. current there's no bacteria in it it's all just still and it's totally pitch black and like sounds terrifying it's it's really crazy but then you'll see like way out in the distance like where the the because they typically start in a pool like the pool gets started and then it goes down and creates this big cave that you go scuba diving through and you'll see like way in the distance just a beaming like blue light coming mm. from where the pool is and the and the sun is shining into it it's super it's such a cool experience and then sometimes the uh, ocean water mixes because it'll go out to the actual ocean uh, and it'll mix with the fresh water and you go down far enough and both of the waters start creating this like oil like mm-hmm. illusion mm. so you're like you're you're trying to like see you can't see your hand in front of your face it's just like it's all like oily and crazy it's just such a trip hmm. but like scuba diving is one of my all-time favorite hobbies i think if I where would you one. uh what what um 
Have you been to the Big Cat Museum in Spokane, uh, Steve? No. Uh, Cattails? No. It's pretty sweet. They got Liger. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about those kinds of thing. places. It kind of depends. I, I, I need to know like the backstory of if like rich people bought those cats and then abandoned them, or they're just like there for profit. It, it depends. You want to see them out in their natural hobby? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe take out a few poachers while I'm out there. Yeah, there you go. How would you do it? I'd just shoot them. Just straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Tell me, are you really ready to die? <laughs> um, yeah, Stevie's a big fan of big fan of big cats. I'll go with you, man. That'd be fun. Can well, I come? What? But why not bears? It's just cats for you. No, I'm a fan of all. I'm literally watching animal like an animal show right now. What is it? I'm watching seals and otters. <laughs> I'm watching seals. <laughs> is that the name of the show? No, it's just like just watching them. Nature Channel. Yeah, man. I always yep. have it on our our planet. You know, they do like t- twelve hours of just like animal things, like elephants and. Yeah, every time we come into the studio, Stevie Stevie Baby's got yeah, no, like exotic four K animal channels whales. on all the monitors. We're like, this is pretty it's, nice. It's nice. Super nice. <laughs> Super nice. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a big fan of big cats. <clears throat> and I like bears too. Oh, and to go back to that apex predator shit we were on the other day. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Okay. So the definition of apex predator is a predator basically that doesn't have anything in its natural habitat that is a threat to it. So that's what makes a bear an apex predator, but that doesn't have. I think that, apex that, that, that has no other threats. Yeah, like nothing's naturally nothing's going to take it. a bear. Like you know. What so, I mean? but but what about humans? Well, humans, yes, we're an apex predator, but like we, us three aren't going out and hunting bears right now, like in its natural habitat, right? Right, but a bear would be hunted. I mean, every an, every animal is hunted by humans. Okay, I'm just saying the definition of apex predator. Like, in its natural habitat, a bear is at the top of the food chain. Gotcha. Okay. It's gotcha. Alpha so that's predator. the definition uh, uh, of the predator, right? But, like, when I think of predator, like, a bear doesn't go... The only bear that's really an apex predator is a polar bear because all it does is go and hunt for food. Mm-hmm. Like a shark or something. You know what I mean? That, to me, is what a predator is. A bear is a scavenger as much as it is a hunter. You know what I mean? It's an opportunist. It'll eat berries. It'll eat whatever's kind of around. Right. A lion hunts for food. That's a predator. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? So like that's yeah. The, so they're that's different. The line. So so even though a bear technically is an apex predator, it's a different predator than than a lion like or a, a polar gray bear. white shark. Like yeah. that's all it does. Exactly. Great white sharks will eat. Uh, scavenge though i mean if they come across oh, yeah, like yeah. a whale carcass they'll go all about 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 oh, of it course. Who of course yeah, who wouldn't blubber dude <laughs> i wouldn't dude i've had i've had some sashimi that was old and was long gone oh really a couple of belly bumps but i'm glad we settled that apex predator situation who was, who was the one that called us out on that jess carpenter oh yeah yeah she did she did come into the studio she and called me out called called him out fair, called out old fair. stevie baby shout out to jess carpenter hey jess <laughs> we settled it we settled it <laughs> jess um yeah i my dad has been on a few safaris steve in uh i know in africa yeah. and i want to go with him just to go on a on a uh, excursion like that, but I don't want to do the rest of the things. He goes over for like three weeks and he's such a sweetheart. He'll go over and like build stuff for people, right, you know, right, like right. I don't want to do any of that. Work, we like work outside and like, like to do all those types of 80 things, degree weather. No, no, no. I just want to be in a Jeep looking at cool animals. <laughs> yeah. I want to be in a Jeep in a mm. cage looking at animals that I'd never see in yeah, person and asking if there's a taco truck anywhere near exactly and then and then i want to <laughs> no i i'm sure all those things are 
incredibly rewarding. But uh, one time, Dad sure. got charged by a uh, an elephant. Oh, the dream! Jeez. Yeah, like my he brought. I think my two little sisters were over with him, or maybe just one of them. I feel like they were both there. And the one time he had brought like any family out on one of these trips, he they came across a male elephant that like ran full tilt at the car and stopped at like you i forget the number like 15 20 feet wow which dude julian running at me full tilt and stopping 15 to 20 (laughs) feet i am intimidated (laughs) that's hilarious man i'm surprised your dad hasn't shown me pictures of that every time your dad starts talking about his safari trips he starts always pulling out pics yeah to his credit he takes great pics but he he, like he'll get you going for like two hours and you're like we call him we call him documentary dan i'm I'm done looking at pictures dan he's like oh no you gotta check this bald eagle out here this is a this is awesome this is a bowl of borscht which is that's made from cabbage when we were in a and we were fishing your dad was just trying to capture the most prized pictures of like the bald eagles up in the trees he's just sitting there just like getting them getting them zooming in zooming out portrait mode and just trying to change all the aspect ratios it's like he loves it dude i'm wondering i'm curious if that's where i get my my infatuation with cameras because i definitely have an infatuation with yeah like he's he's about that composition frame and composition but then but dad went through some shaky years because dad shaky hands while taking a photo not shaky hands but just like my dad is always trying to find the deals right and he's always he's not well i am always trying to find the deals but on quality stuff sure my dad quality the the quality barometer doesn't really matter it's just like oh i'm not gonna pay i'm not gonna pay 300 dollars for a camera when i can buy one at goodwill for 14 cents (laughs) (laughs) and so like there were many years of dad bringing home photos from all of his trips showing them to us be like dad these are terrible pictures see anything i can't can't make out any of these see that little smudge right there Luckily, though, like now that phones have like better cameras than that are on currently on satellites orbiting planet That's Earth, crazy. Uh, I, the pictures are turning out pretty well. I, I did notice, though, that he does carry around his little like silver ca- digital camera, though. He's had that thing for 30 <laughs> years, bro. Still works. Okay. Yeah. Still, is your dad like that, Steve? My dad no, was just like, no, we'll no. never throw anything away. He'll have a, an oh, electronic. Yeah. I was like, dad, you got this in college. Like, get a new one. It doesn't work. No, he's starting to mail them up to us. He's starting to mail them up to me. <laughs> so awesome. Speaking of parents mailing us <laughs> stuff, one of our close friends, I unfortunately, Janice, I got to call you out on this one. Oh. Mailed us a life-size John Cena. <laughs> no, she didn't. Did, yeah, Steph did that intentionally. Steph, oh, Steph Janice, Janice was walking down the street in Brooklyn, where I live, out of my house, and found a Superman, a Batman, and a John Cena, like, four-foot action figure. And she was, and, like, of course, as Janice does, grabbed him and brought him over. She just, like, is, she just wants to always have get things mm. and steph's the same way just like a a, a, a dumpster diver <laughs> <They're just> like, <laughs> let's call it's a thrifter more no more so they're do. dude no, it's no. awful e- it gets crazy either way that either way that thing, thing, thing was that thing first of all rudy was terrified of this i mean it's like a the the john cena statue is bigger than him <laughs> it's like at least three and a half feet tall just yoked up shirtless yeah. john cena <laughs> 
like, why? I, it, it's been in our house for like three months, and every time I saw it, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? What is that? Why is that here? Uh, it's Janice, dude. Janice, Janice mailed it. it to me. Yeah. Bring it up here. We'll do. We'll start placing them in weird places Bro, and do like a where's. We tossed it. Yeah, that's why. I'm, that's what I'm telling you. I th- brought it to the dump yesterday oh, okay. and got rid of it. Um, could have brought Sobby. it to Goodwill, but I didn't. Yeah, I'm just like the world doesn't, doesn't need belong. This doesn't, doesn't belong in the, in your house. <laughs> um, yeah, man. All right, so that's uh, our next goal. We're gonna shoot a spaghetti western and then utilize the proceeds to go take Stevie Baby on a grand safari. Yay! Damn, Is it only in Africa that you do those? Mm, well, yeah, good question. I don't know. Is there like a Northwestern safari? I've been to like a Northwestern. Yeah, I've been to like you driving your own car like through an area. Yeah, I mean, you can do like Yellowstone or something, but I think like an African safari is. That's more your that's more temperature? More speed. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go down to uh, like the Amazon at some point too, but that's like a jungle trek. Mm-hmm. Have, you, cool have you been to Yellowstone, Steve? No. I mean, I have, but I haven't done it. Like, I haven't camped there. I haven't driven through it. Yeah, Yellowstone's pretty sick. We went to Yosemite too. That was pretty rad. But uh, Yellowstone, bugger about Yellowstone. We didn't see hardly anything. We saw elk. Elk yeah. are everywhere in Yellowstone. Yeah. Saw a couple moose, but no bears. I've never seen a bear in the wild. No, you guys? I um, have. Yeah. yeah, I have. In I Tahoe, almost, they're all over the place. I almost hit one, one time driving this huge black bear in the middle of the road, just slammed on the brakes, and the trailer like went on the side of the van. Oh. It was terrifying. That's crazy. Where are we at? Oregon. Yeah, that's bear country. NorCal, Oregon, or Nor- Nor- NorCal? Crazy that you haven't ever seen any bears living out here. I feel Never. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's all of my friends have seen bears. There's like black bears hanging out like the people in, in Tahoe. Yeah, I've yeah. seen black bears in Tahoe, too. Yeah, California has an interesting bear situation because mm-hmm. they don't, I don't, I think their season for like hunting bears is a little different than, say, up here or yeah. in Alaska. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've never seen a wild bear. I love, I would love to, I think. I, I don't want to be like out and about. I don't want to be like, <laughs> deep. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like rolling yeah, up to yeah. a Whole Foods and <laughs> have a handful of groceries. But, you know, maybe if I'm up in a vehicle, tall, high, doors closed, locked, it'd be a fun thing to see. Uh, actually, well, it wasn't wild though. There's these little, on your way to Montana, like Glacier. There's all these little like, see a real grizzly bear, mm-hmm. you know, like a billboard, right? Pull over in 15 miles. They give you a lot of time to think oh, about it, which is really 106 great. Miles. 160 miles. You're going to see a pull. 106, 158 miles. <laughs> yeah. um, but me and uh, I've, I've stopped at that specific one like four or five times to see the same grizzly bears. It's incredible. Wow. Um but polar bears. Have you guys ever seen a polar bear in real life? Never seen a polar bear. Just at the San Diego Zoo. Yeah, oh, insane They're how huge. much bigger know. they are They're than huge, a than yeah. a grizzly. Yeah, definitely in a zoo, but Well, in yeah. a zoo, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. No, I mean like have you gone to the Arctic? <laughs> <laughs> I kinda like to. Like you and Wim Hof. Yeah, you, you guys and Wim did Hof. a Dude, I'm about to do some things with my life if I don't die first. Okay, so let's put some things on the docket. We're gonna make a note. What are you going what what's the first thing you're gonna do? Climb Mount Rainier? I'm gonna climb Mount Rainier for sure. I'm gonna do. I was gonna do a, a marathon, the the New York City Marathon, uh, like four years ago, and then my my friend had done it the year before, a photographer friend of mine. And so I reached out to him and I was just like, "Hey man, like, uh, what was your process?" And he sent me like 
the whole entire training schedule. Yeah. I looked at it and it was just like, fuck this dude. Not gonna do <laughs> no, cause, cause, cause I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I run pretty frequently, so I'll do like, you know, three or four miles or something like that. Five to six if I'm getting crazy. But this is like, you know, four days a week running like long distance. Yeah. Like 10 plus miles to train. Is, did you say thing. it's a New York half marathon? No, New York City marathon is. Yeah, it's like full. 27 miles. It's, it's a like marathon, 26. right? 26.2 or God. something like that. Yeah. Which is like so, because when you wow. start listening to these guys like David Goggins and stuff, and all these other people are like, dude, a marathon is nothing in comparison to, to you just have to build up your stamina, really. You just have to like, because you're going to get into that runner's high. Your legs are going to fucking hurt. I've been, I've been around in New York to talk to all the people after those after those marathons and you've even had a lot of friends do them like yeah man it you know once you're done with it it sucks because your body's super sore but like it's it's awesome and I, and it and it's yeah, i think you people, can't just go do it right i know i got to train well you it. can but it's you're probably gonna you know hurt yourself <laughs> um there's a there, I, I want to train like that's part of the experience is, yeah. is training and, and there's that. a um I, f- I don't know why i'm forgetting his name uh a comedian who did 27 marathons in like 29 days. God. Some crazy amount, like yeah. every day did a marathon and was just like for the hell of it. Yeah. It was like, I listened to an interview with him. He's like, yeah, I never really like trained or anything. I just like decided to do it. Was he? <laughs> Australian. Was that Down syndrome? <laughs> 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 I was supposed to be English, but I kind of half masked it a little bit. It was, yeah, a little, was like, what? that was my flaccid, like, he didn't um, tell us who he was. You don't just know if his I'm, dialect. Yeah, who, who's, uh, um, oh, I got to find him. Um, yeah, I mean, the, a, 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 a marathon isn't real, like, that's a goal, but it's, you know, it's, that's totally doable, man. There are things that are, my brother went to Nepal and he uh, got to the bottom of, uh, of Everest. He like climbed up the base camp of Everest and was just like, dude, this was crazy. <laughs> Cause there's that, just that hike in and of itself is already apparently super gnarly. Dude. Wow. So, so it was Eddie. You can look at it. Look at it here. Steve on the screen. British hey. comedian runs 29 marathons in 29 days. Eddie Izzard. Oh yeah. Eddie Izzard. And he did oh, yeah. it with what like, did he sound like what? What did he sound like? Am I doing it? Doing a marathon again? <laughs> Ah oh, shit! Did another marathon? Did another marathon? Is he like a? Is he like a, a trans person? Yes. Well, well I don't know if he's. A, is, are they? He's like a cross dresser. I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. sure if he is like he's a. Hilarious. He's so funny. Yeah. Um. Look at his hat. Make humanity great again. That's a great hat. Uh. Twenty nine marathons in twenty nine days, wow, dude. That's crazy. That's twenty seven miles a day. Way to go, Eddie. And in he was like in his fifty. Yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> you did it in Skechers. Um, great man. And he's yeah. like in his fifties or sixties. Like how old is how old is Eddie Izzard? He's got to be up there, man. He's been doing it a long time. It's so crazy, man. Because there's so many things in my life that I want to accomplish, and like like being. Be, being an actor at the at like the top of wherever it is that I want to be is is not really as important to me as doing a lot of these other experiences like having these like really cool like milestone life goal experiences for myself so what are they you want to climb a big mountain yeah I want to climb you a big mountain you want to do a I mean, silent retreat I, I, I just want to do like I don't know silent sure like I I don't think those last any longer I mean I'm sure they, there's a spectrum of how long they last but uh 
yeah, like a week or something like that. I want to go out to like India and do some meditative retreat of some kind and like sit with, I don't know. And maybe this is like romanticized by watching movies or hearing yeah, about other people's about stories. Like how like, much is, how much of that is a lot, a lot, is but the, like, but is the, is the, um, PR campaign that comes from like, oh, you should do an ayahuasca trick. Right. Like that's kind of like the hot thing to do seemingly, which granted, I, I'm sure there's some incredible benefits from all of these things, but there is definitely like, especially in the art world and in the right. art circle, like totally. all these like badges of honors, like, oh, you haven't done DMT. Yeah. You haven't experienced like the, the, and granted, I'm sure DMT is great, but, like, but my question is how much of it is that and how much of it is like a genuine curiosity that you've found aside from that? Yeah. I mean, uh, most of it comes from hearing about it yeah. and then being like, oh, that seems like a, uh, an, like, something that would scare the shit out of me and intimidate me, which leads me to believe I would want to do that so that I could kind of break through that experience for myself. Um, I just want to try things that I'm challenged by. I just want to like do things that freak me out and mm. like jump, get out of my comfort zone. Cause every time that I start to get comfortable, I'm just like, I get anxious and then I start feeling shitty about myself and I just want to like, I'm going to kidnap you and keep you in a basement. I just want to get, I just, no, want, Steve's, I just, Steve's just going to kidnap you and give you shoulder rubs. At the end of the day, I just feel like at the end of the day, I just, I like, and it might be ignorant of me to say because it's not happening, but I just, I kind of like want to get lost so that I can kind of find reroute and find myself in those experiences. And whatever that is for me, I just want to have the, I want to put myself in that position to kind of experience like you, that. You, you enjoy the thrill of coming back to the surface so yeah to speak. yeah i just want to yeah yeah because you like, had because so you had an incredibly uh let's call it focusing time in your life what four years ago did you quit drinking that was like uh-huh you went through some pretty monumental changes in your life straight to rikers straight to rikers yeah. straight to rikers yeah dude we're putting <laughs> you right beforehand putting putting you right next door to jelaine maxwell um, uh and so you've i've heard you express quite a few times that you would love to have that happen again you would love to try and like find that thing again which was giving up drinking and focusing on your script and being single and uh right yeah i just i think that i am in a pretty cool position in my life at this point because i i don't have any real ties i don't have any real like uh, uh responsibility to anything i want to be a responsible person i don't just want to go out and like be a complete moron but yeah that that the example of uh removing drinking from my life for the period of time that i did was so was such a revelatory experience for me that i'm constantly kind of chasing these experiences that will like push me into new territory that i haven't experienced before that feels like god this is really weird but let me adapt and figure mm. out what comes from this yeah you kind of seem to get off on how much like there's an aspect of discipline that seems to need to be involved in these excursions of your own uh, that you get off on. Like how much can I test my body? How much yeah. can I test my mind? How much can I test my spirit? I think when you start to realize 
that you are way more in control of your life than you have been giving yourself credit for, mm. you start to live your life a little bit differently than you had been. And I certainly, before turning 30 and stopping drinking, was living my life on this like coast, this coasting uh, kind of approach where I was just like, yeah, I'm drinking, I'm having fun, people like me, I'm popular, I'm having a blast, I'm an actor in New York. And it's just like, not taking control until you do and then realizing, holy shit, I actually can do so much. I have the capacity to do really awesome things if I just decide that I will do them. Mm. And it's learning that going to the gym or going on a meditative retreat or going, you know, to climb up Mount Everest or whatever it is that you do, typically the hardest part is just putting your shoes on and like going out the door to like doing that thing. Cause the idea of committing to something is so much harder than the actual execution of doing it. Well, even commitment is a hard concept. Yeah. Cause like we think of commitment as a lifetime journey and in reality, the execution of commitment is like a presence thing. Just doing it then is really what commitment is. It's not, you don't, sometimes when I think about, commitment to anything I think about my entire life which is so meta right because our entire life doesn't exist our now does now exists and we base the future off of our perception of the past and so we think well I probably got hopefully I got some cross my fingers I got 20 more years left right but like my issue constantly with commitment is always thinking of it too big and maybe what you're attempting to say in like the hardest thing is just putting on your shoes well obviously not obviously putting on your shoes is not the hardest part but i guess what maybe what you're saying from that is like (laughs) the hardest (laughs) 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 well yes yeah uh the, the hardest part is um Obviously, going out and running five miles is harder than putting on your shoes. But the hardest part is overcoming the obstacle that you put in your own mind about how hard committing to anything is going to be. Right. I just think that I, 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 I have by no means done these exceptional things that I hope that I will do in my life. But I have done things that I didn't think that I was able to do. And in doing them the takeaway wasn't that was so challenging. The most challenging part was committing to the idea of make of thinking that I could. Right. Like singing baritone in a boy band, like singing baritone in a boy band, dude. My (laughs) bass notes were thumping, bro. (laughs) Get them. Thank you. Teddy Pendergraft. Yeah. So yeah, I just kind of want to, I want to push myself and see where I can go. Cause I'm 34 years old, man. I'm like at the peak. We're all at like the peak of our lives right now, I feel like. I mean, and, and, and we have more. I mean, no, 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 sorry. We're not at the peak of, like, we are in, like, the, the prime I'm time. Never, I'm never going to reach the peak. They have a pill for <laughs> I'm, constantly, I, I, I'm I, constantly going to be like, nah, this is this something better than this. Oh, sure, but, like, I'm just saying, like, we're in our mid-30s. I think uh, from, like, a physical standpoint, we are actually, like, where... Right, it's at, downhill at, from here. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe, you know, you can continue to work to make yourself uh, do more and get more. And I, I'm not saying like, well, by the time I'm 45, I'm going to be like fucking worthless. I think like, you know, into my 60s and 70s even, I'll hopefully be 
if I'm not dead, I'll be like in great shape and doing awesome things and continuing to test myself and, and just kind of upping that. And it's not ne- like, like you said, you know, you're never going to peak. You're always going to want something more. And well, I peaked in middle school. I mean, oh, I was, dude, I peaked in fourth <laughs> <laughs> right around the time you were just watching 18 hours of Doug every day. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Same episode over yeah. and over. Well, Eddie Izzard's out running 400 marathons. You're just, Hey Arnold. <laughs> That's it. And Jimmy That's it. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad that you're going to continue to challenge yourself, Jules, because I actually have a lot of chores <laughs> yeah, for you great. to do. Why don't you challenge yourself to figure out how to make a new bathroom? <laughs> you can remodel my bathroom. You don't need a remodel. That's a great challenge. Day, Steve, dude. are you in on this? You, don't you think that's a great challenge for old JP Gavs? Figure out how to put in a uh, uh, in-ground pool? I mean, it's not a bad one. Totally. <laughs> Steve's into it. <laughs> let's uh, let's make enough money to put an in-ground pool in with the next uh, spaghetti western, and then let's put a pool in. Where's it going? S- I have so much credit card debt. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> if I make any money this year, it's going straight to that. <laughs> I love when you, I love. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> Just straight up that tail. But do you really want to live <laughs> me together? Uh, <laughs> I love when jokes come in that way. <laughs> Just hardcore truth. <laughs> hardcore truth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have doctor bills. Um, I'm broke. Great. Well, Great. what do you think? Feels like a good place yeah, to wrap that's, it up. That's, uh, Steve, give us one rapid fire thing. Say whatever you want to say. Uh, fuck dude. <laughs> I know it's always the worst. <laughs> Let me try. Uh, <laughs> wow. I can't think of anything either. Chia, um, chia pets. Oh, uh, love them. Back or what? Oh, for uh, sure, dude. For sure. Although I do Send feel like I, I do feel like if Chia Pets made a resurgence, some asshole would come out and be like, "You realize that this is like taking natural habitat away from natural <laughs> habitat from naturally habitating in a natural can, habitat." Can we make Chia Pets of ourselves? Like different plants that grow like Al's hair, Julian's hair, and my beard. Oh my God. If we could have that as a merch item, I would sell (laughs) at least 30 of them. Every time I come up with a merch item and I'm like, oh, this is going to rock it. Yeah. Never sells. It's always the ones that I'm like, I would never buy this. Right. Just fly off the shelf. Yeah. Like the, like the, I went to. I sang karaoke with Alan Stone, and this is all. This is the dumbass T-shirt that I got from doing it. This is like people bought that thing all over the place on our karaoke tour. I couldn't believe it. It was oh, so yeah. such a stupid shirt. No, I mean I thought that one was gonna sell it because th- that's in homage of like those old shirts that like my parents went to the Grand Canyon. All I got yeah, was a stupid shirt. Right, I know, I get it, but I, this, I was I. In my opinion, I was like, this is so. St-. I bought one of our rounding third shirts. Those Can't were good wait shirts to get it. Um, <laughs> Just rocking my yeah. Own. Let's let's do a little bit of research on. Let's see, custom. You think? Do you think? Uh, do you think people would buy? Uh, you think people would buy our custom chia pets and or? Well, you can get an Abraham this? Lincoln. How good's this hoodies? Um, people, would you buy how good's this hoodies? I I doubt it. I probably would buy one for myself. Yeah, yeah I was I'd gonna say you and Steve would be our only <laughs> customers. Hey, um, do they come in? We got to start like having conversations with some of the people that watch this thing and having them like ask questions and dial in and be like, hey, what's up? I mean, I'll buy some stuff or I'll give you guys ideas of talking points or whatever. Because I think uh, that's your world, bro. 
You're in that DM yeah. life, son. Yeah, but anyone's a clay worker out there, make us some chia heads. Dude. Yeah, dude, look, there's a Weird Al Yankovic chia pet. Nice. Come on, now. <laughs> you guys want to buy one and put it right here to this guy? Dude. Who's this guy? Dwenis? <laughs> <laughs> this middle ground man is just kind of scaring me. Oh, they got a President <laughs> Obama chia pet. <laughs> look at that one, dude. I got a <laughs> yeah. ro- rose from the Golden Girls chia pet. <laughs> what, they got four leaf clovers oh, coming out of her head. Oh, they got again. Um, what was that? Oh yeah, uh, guy's name. God damn, what's Richard his name? Simmons? Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yes. Oh, they got a Garfield one. Do they got some qual- Bob Ross chia pet? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Where do you buy this right now? <laughs> oh, out of stock. Ah, Get off, Mr. T. Chia, bro. Mr. T. Chia is pretty sick. I like that. Oh, that's party. lame, dude. Because it's like. Just a mohawk. What? What? I'm trying to get a full grow, dude. Oh, yes, dude. Dustin have from to... Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Fire, bro. The ancient alien guy. <laughs> He's Shia LaBeouf, dude. In big trouble, man. Shia uh, Pet. There's no well. There's no way that that's a real no, thing. No, that's, no. that's fake. Um, yeah, folks at home, if you're listening, uh, and you can figure out a way to make us chia pets. Uh, we will accept. we will accept them. Yeah. <laughs> this has been great. This has been great. This has been wonderful. Thank you folks for listening. We love you very much. Oh. We hope you're well. No, we're going to we'll we'll we'll, we'll do okay. that later. Um love you very 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 much and um happy chia petting. Happy chia petting. Oh, boo boo, did you just make it to the end of the video? Yes, you did. Do you want to see more videos just like this one, huh? Do you? Well, then head over to patreon.com slash live at the lodge where you can support the how goods of this podcast as well as the entire live at the lodge family. Yep, yeah, you're going to get exclusive merch, personalized shout out videos. Me and Jules, we're going to show up at your house and baptize your nephew, huh? Check it out, patreon.com slash live at the lodge. lodge.